listening to All About Skills, where we discuss the eight critical skills you need to succeed and how CEOs, placement directors, executive recruiters, and career-minded individuals utilize them to propel themselves to a higher level of understanding and achievement. Get ready to learn, master, and excel with your host, Charlie Jett. Thank you very much, Anne, and welcome to All About Skills. This is a weekly series of programs about the skills that you, your children, and your grandchildren urgently need to function effectively in our constitutional republic and to ensure its survival. These skills will also help you if you want to get ahead in your career. My name is Charlie Jett, and I'm coming to you from our studio high above the Ritz-Carlton Hotel in beautiful downtown Chicago. Now last week we talked about the critical skills from the perspective of a business. Today we're going to do something a little different. I'm going to give to you a high school graduation address, one that I gave in California some years ago. It's the kind of message that I think high school seniors ought to hear. At least it's the kind of message that I know if I were still in high school, I would want to hear. So let's get started. The student body president was eloquent in her remarks, reflecting on the students' experiences in high school and in her call for classmates to become active and productive citizens as they prepare to enter the real world. The class had listened attentively and enjoyed the humor with which she made her points. When she was finished, she turned to me and gave a brief but warm introduction. The class applauded politely, and I stepped up to the lectern. It was clear to me that while the students were anxious to see the conclusion of the commencement ceremony, they appeared to be in quite a festive mood and willing to listen. Certainly, they didn't need anything heavy, and I thought that they would enjoy hearing some substance from some old guy, and perhaps wise, so long as the remarks were brief and to the point. So I began. Good afternoon. I'm delighted to be here with you today and want to thank your student president for her kind introduction. Now you go to your own high school graduation only once, and it is generally one of those occasions that you don't forget. So I'll try to give you some information to take with you that will help you prepare for the rest of your lives. Now as a setting, let's assume that each of you is sitting alone with your grandfather or some other older person who cares about you and wants to give you some sage advice about your future. He has only your interests in mind and is willing to give you the best advice that he can to prepare you to venture forth into the real world. Now as a starter, I would like to take a moment and throw out all the advice that you've received in the past and just absorb the few things that I have to say. They're simple, they represent common sense, and you can store them neatly somewhere in your brain and call on them anytime you choose. Now, some of you will be going off to college, some to a four-year school, some to a two-year community college. Some will be entering the military service, and for those of you who are headed in that direction, I thank you in advance for your service. And some of you will go directly into the workforce and getting your career off to a start right away. Now the advice I have to share with you applies to all of you, 
regardless of what you will be doing after you graduate. And this, is by, this advice is about skills and competencies. You will be entering a world that is vastly different from the one I entered on my own high school graduation day. Your world is more challenging, more complex. It's largely a world of illusions and is changing more rapidly than ever before in history. But your world is also full of opportunities for you. All you have to do is find those opportunities and take advantage of them. In order to do this, you will need what I call the critical skills. Now Webster's Dictionary defines skill as the ability to do something that comes from training, experience, or practice. That means that you can start learning, practicing, and mastering these skills now. With them, you will thrive. Without them, you will probably encounter some difficulty achieving your goals. Now, whether you know it or not, you've already been introduced to these critical skills in high school in one form or another, in your academic studies, in your extracurricular activities, in your social life, and with your family. The skills were developed through some extensive research and are timeless. Uh, that is to say, they will work for you even when so many other things in the world will change right in front of you, your eyes. Okay, so now what are these critical skills? There are eight of them. They are quite simple, are basically common sense, and they're easy to remember, and I will describe each of them for you. Now the first critical skill, and the most important one, is communications. You have to be able to get ideas out of your head and into the heads of others. And you have to be able to get ideas out of other people's heads and into your own. You do this by being good at reading, writing, listening, and speaking. It's interesting to note that the communication skill is independent of the quality of the information being communicated. That information can be true, misleading, or just an outright lie. You might want to keep this in mind when you listen to political speeches, talking heads on radio or television talk shows, and any sort of product advertisement. The second critical skill is what I call the production skill. Essentially, it's the skill that enables you to take your idea and make it real, to make it happen. This can be as simple as having an idea for a float in a homecoming parade, to figure out uh, how to stop terrorism in the world. Each of these is different in terms of its complexity, but, but each one of them requires the same skill. Now the third critical skill is the information skill. Now we all live in a world with massive amounts of information at your fingertips, accessible to you with just the click of a mouse. When you want to have some information about something, you just Google it. Now, the information skill is simply the ability to gather and sort relevant information pertaining to a particular problem to be solved or issue to be resolved. It's, the skill also implies that the information gathered and sorted is judged or proved to be true, and this is very important. You need information and data that is accurate and true in order to develop findings and conclusions about anything. Inaccurate or false data can lead you to any sort of conclusion, right or wrong, and mostly wrong. 
Now the fourth critical skill naturally follows from the information skill and it's called the analysis skill. Pure and simple, this is called critical thinking. Critical thinking is the process of deriving accurate findings and conclusions from the data you have gathered. Reliable analysis depends entirely on accurate and true information. Now you might remember the simple expression P implies Q. That means P, your hypothesis or your premise, implies through reasoning Q, your conclusion. If P is true, then Q will most likely be true. Conversely, if P is not true, then Q, your conclusion, can be either true or untrue. So make sure the information you are using is true and not just opinion, some conjecture or simply a lie if you want to come to an accurate conclusion. Now the fifth critical skill is the interpersonal skill. The interpersonal skill is not a skill that enables you to win friends. Rather, it's a skill that is best described as how others view you after you've worked with them on the job or in some sort of project or in a team sport. It's a teamwork skill, sort of. It's not a political skill. If you have the interpersonal skill, then after you have worked with others or participated with them in some sort of activity, you've left them with the feeling that you have made a valuable contribution to the effort. The sixth skill is the technology skill. The technology skill does not mean that you should be good at designing electronic circuit boards or anything that even resembles technical design or expertise. Instead, the technology skill is simply the ability to select the appropriate technology that is most efficient and useful to accomplish a specific task. You almost know that your iPhone or Android has more technology built into it than both IBM and General Motors had as entire corporations at the time of my graduation. And that technology is advancing at a dizzy pace. So keeping up with technology changes is important to you to be able to effectively use it and apply it to solve the sorts of problems that you will be facing during your lives and your careers. The seventh skill is time management. This is something that you've not really had to face while you've been in high school, uh, simply because high school programs are generally highly structured. They tell you where to go and what you should be doing. When you go to college, you'll find it somewhat the same, but you'll have more flexibility. And in the military, you can be certain that there will be a relatively rigid schedule for you to follow. But in, in a sense, the time management skill boils down to this. You go to work every day, and there are 10 things that you have to do. Four of these things are critical, but you have to figure out which four of the 10 are the critical tasks. For the rest, you have to do just the best you can. Some say that you just have to fake it on the rest. Now the eighth and final critical skill is continuous education. Yes, you heard me right. Your education has not been completed. You will need to continue to learn all your life. The need for continuous learning will start the day after you graduate from college, 
when you take a job immediately or you enter the military. The continuous education skill is simply the ability to constantly learn new techniques, master changing technologies, keep up with changes in an industry, and the like. It recognizes that our world is changing rapidly through technology and other advances, and we need training and continuous learning to keep current in our fields. So face this upcoming challenge graciously and with enthusiasm. It's just something that you need to do. So those are the eight critical skills. And to summarize, they are communication, production, taking an idea from concept to reality, information, gathering accurate and true information, analysis, developing findings, conclusions, and recommendations, interpersonal, demonstrating that you can add value to a team, technology, selecting the appropriate technology to solve a problem, time management, selecting priorities and managing your time, and continuous education. Learn and practice these critical skills every day of your life. With them, your career will thrive. Without them, you will fall behind. Now, in the corporate world, for example, you will not be able to advance to senior management without these critical skills. Now, let's turn the page for a moment, and I'll give you a little bit of unsolicited advice about choosing a college, what to major in, and how to select that first job, and how to succeed in the military. First, choosing a college. Personally, I think that a high-quality college education is about 40% academics and about 60% social activity. Assimilating yourself into a new community, learning how to live in that community, participating in extracurricular activities, and making lifelong relationships and new friends. Now, when you look around, you see a lot of ratings of colleges these days. Who's the best or who's number one in some sort of subject and that sort of thing. Actually, that stuff doesn't really matter much. The best college for you is the one where you feel comfortable, the one that you really love. This college, whatever it is, will enable you to do well and get better grades simply because you feel comfortable in that environment. So when you choose a college, choose more from the heart than from the brain. You will be rewarded. And when you get to college, Focus on your academics, to be sure, and especially concentrate on learning the critical skills. Second, choosing a major. Again, it doesn't really matter what your major in college will be because, like many others, you will mostly wind up in a career that is unrelated to your major. That's true even if you want to pursue a professional degree such as medicine, law, and the like. My wife is a good example of this. She majored in history in college, and she's now a board-certified OB-GYN physician specializing in high-technology robotic surgeries. If you major in something that you really like or love, you'll get better grades. You'll have a more rewarding experience in college, and better grades will put you in a good position to be accepted in a graduate school if ultimately that is your choice. Now, if you're going into the military, 
The most important things to learn right away are the regulations under which you'll be living. Understand that the military has been around for quite a while and in general has learned how to do things right. If you learn the regulations and what you can and cannot do, then you will find your life more pleasant and you can concentrate on your training. You will find that a quality military experience will help you later in life if you do decide not to make the military a career. Now in choosing a first job, whether it is when you graduate from high school, from college, or leave the military, focus on opportunities with companies and organizations that do things well. They do things right. You want to learn how to do things the right way. So go to an organization that does things the right way. When you get there, do the best job you can in whatever that might be and concentrate on learning the critical skills. Wherever you decide to go in a first job or whatever you decide to do, set some near-term goals for yourself. Personally, I would su suggest setting goals to learn the critical skills, but you can set whatever goals you want and just set some. And here's a tip that will always help you along the way. Always measure yourself against the goals by how far you have come from the beginning rather than how far short you are from achieving those goals. That will always keep your outlook and additive, attitude positive. Finally, I'd like to give you something that you should ponder. It's about believing what you hear or read. Now, it's certainly not my role, nor any of my business, to tell you what to believe and what not to believe. But I can tell you this. There have been studies that have shown that the brain operates in such a way as to do as little work as possible. Not believing in something takes work for the brain. You have to compare what you hear with things that you know to be true, and that takes work. Then you have to measure what you heard against whatever you know. That takes work. Then you must choose either to believe it, if you know what you heard is true, or disbelieve it, if what you heard doesn't match with what you know to be true. And all that takes work. Now, in contrast, believing is something is easy. If the brain were a computer, for example, you could say that the default setting is to believe, simply because your brain doesn't have to go through the effort of thinking. Keep this in mind as you go about your life. Exercise your brain. Make it work for you. Let it do what it's supposed to do. Put simply, just apply some critical thinking. Now, in summary, I would like to repeat once more the eight critical skills that you must learn, practice, and master during your lifetime. Again, they are communications, production, information, analytical, interpersonal, technology, time management, and continuous education. And, and with that, I'd like to thank you for taking the time to listen to what your grandfather had to say. I certainly encourage you to apply this information about the critical skills 
in your everyday life. Consider the critical skills as solid gold. You can take them to the bank. Again, thank you and good luck to you. Well, that was the high school graduation address, a message that I think high school seniors ought to hear, certainly one that I wish I would have heard back when I graduated from high school. Now, in episode number 13 next week, we'll look at the critical skills and the need for them in the future and the challenges that young people will face in what I call a brave new world. In the meantime, give some thought to these critical skills. Again, they are communications, production, information, analysis, technology, interpersonal, time management, and continuous education. My name is Charlie Jett, and I thank you all for joining me as we continue on our journey that is all about skills. Thank you for listening to this episode of All About Skills. To learn more information about the critical skills, be sure to visit itsallaboutskills.com for access to resources like blogs, field studies, published books, and more about how to learn, how to use, and how to teach this important content. That's exclusively available on itsallaboutskills.com. We look forward to having you join us on the next episode so we can continue to help you learn, master, and excel by using critical skills right here on All About Skills.